Holly Cotton here, and you guys know I love, love, love the female empowerment angle, and I love when I see women doing big things, and I especially love when I see women doing big things in a male-dominated industry, because guess what? We coming up, we coming up, that's right, we, we, we right here with y'all doing everything that the men do, so I am so excited about our guest today. So I have Miss Sasha Walker, and I actually networked with Sasha at an event here in Houston, and I was like, wait a minute, is this you on this on this poster right here? Because I want to know your story. I got to figure out what's going on. How did you get into box trucking? Because when you hear trucking, you initially think of a man anyway. So I love when I see women that are out here kind of taking the reins and saying, hey, we, we can be in this for in this genre as well. You know, we're here in this format as well. So I have Miss Sasha Walker today. So welcome, Sasha. Thank you for having me, Holly. I appreciate this interview. Yes, of course, of course. So first of all, let's talk about because I want to I one I want to define what box trucking is because that's something that people may maybe don't understand. Because when you think trucking, you just think 18 wheelers. Uh, flying on the interstate, kind of don't know what what that there are different categories of trucking as well. So can you kind of just go and tell us what your specialty is, what box trucking is? So what box trucking, uh, so a box truck can be, like you said, so many other things. Um, you can do box trucks with moving you ever see the moving companies or have you ever used a moving company that's considered as a box truck? Box truck allows individuals to not have a CDL and be able to haul all types of items from state to state or local. And what I specialize in is uh, local contracts, making sure that my drivers are able to go home with their families every night and also stay local, not so much wear and tear on the truck um, and have guaranteed work. Cause that's what it is. It's, it's all about keeping that truck moving day to day. So that's right. what the box truck industry would consist of. Okay. And that's what I was going to ask. That was actually one of the questions that I was going to ask as well. So before I ask the question to go into more specifics of that, Girl, how did you start this? How does this some? How does one wake up one day and say? I, and I know your story because I read about it, but I want the listeners and viewers to see it as well. So, how does one just decide? You know what? I think I'm gonna go into trucking. So, Holly, it it all started um, when the world shut down, right? We went through that phase. Everything shut down, but the one thing that was moving consistently was trucks. And so um, when we have that time to just sit at home and just think about just everything, finally we get to rest our minds and gather our thoughts and think about what's the next move. And um, I'm a serial entrepreneur. I'm a life insurance agent, been a life insurance agent for eight years. And I was talking to my fiance and I said, we need to find another stream of income. Um, we're relying on one stream of income. We need to add more. And that's when he said, okay, he came back one day and said, I know how we can get into the box truck industry. Call this lady. She'll get us a contract. It sounded easy. And I, of course I caught the number and it was just, that's when it all started. Caught the number and it took me six months to pretty much, uh, secure the contract. 
So that's how we got into the box truck industry, just finding a different stream of income and not, you know, having all of our eggs in one basket. Um, so a man, <laughs> my fiance brought that to me because, girl, I wasn't thinking about, you know, the trucking industry. I mean, I will say this um, before. Uh, before I got into the box truck industry, I did have two 18 wheelers, but it was someone managing it. I just invested into a manager. He managed the trucks. So I still wasn't fully, you know, in the business. And I just um, was receiving a different stream of income. But that was just a lot. So I said, I sold the trucks and I just got away from it. And then my fiance say, let's get into the box truck industry. I don't, I didn't know what that was. I'm like, okay. I love that. I love, okay. Okay. So, so let me ask you if go back to, like you said, that transition, you kind of already knew certain things. You already knew entrepreneurship where the sacrifice and the day-to-day -day activities and how to be self-managed because that's a huge part of being an entrepreneur. And then also people also, I find that whenever you say entrepreneur, people just think that it means like a hodgepodge of stuff. Like entrepreneur means that you actually have a business, like you actually have taxes and, and staffing and things like that. So there is this shift from just hustling and creating new businesses to actually having a company that is a functioning business. So I just want to rewind and define when we're talking about entrepreneurship, that's what we're talking about. That's exactly so it. go, yes. <laughs> so go back to when you, like you said, you, you call the number and then give us a little bit more insight into that because people that are watching this, I know a lot of people are looking for that. They're looking for those answers. And I know that you have a course and all of that stuff. So we know we ain't going to make them get all the free stuff, Sasha, but just give us some insight into how does that work with setting up that business? What was that transition like? Right. And that was a big transition for, for us because like I said, I was, I'm a life insurance agent and pretty much everything is set for you. So you didn't have to go and put people on payroll and you can build a team. However, you wasn't responsible for that payroll aspect of it. Then we have Airbnbs. I'm still not, re I'm, I'm responsible for paying a cleaner, but that's it. But then this trucking company came and the vision was, I don't want to drive the trucks. I don't want to go make the deliveries. So I need to hire people. So it came with a lot of trial and error, of course, because that was, this was our first business that we were putting, hiring people, going out recruiting, making sure that our payroll is set up, you know, making sure we have a scheduling. And I pretty much was the assistant, my fiance, he trained and I sat at home and I put the back office together. The back office is so important. And just going online, doing research, being a student of my business, I put 110% behind it. And it comes with, you know, making sure that you know how to recruit hire the right people, having contracts in place, getting with a business lawyer, getting with the CPA, <laughs> you know, um, setting up payroll, scheduling, and just when you become a contractor, they tell you the things that is needed. However, you still have to go out and do the research or get a coach to help you through someone that have been through it. For, for me, I didn't have a me to call on. 
everyone that I asked about the box truck industry it was just this negative, you know, feedback. And I said, okay, well, I'm gonna have to just figure it out on my own because I'm a true um, testimonial of, I step out on faith. If it came to me, it's not a coincidence. I'm gonna go ahead and move forward with it. And if it doesn't work, I'll go back to, you know, doing what I, what I do and I'll start over. So. And I love that Sasha. And I will tell you that that is so funny because that's how I am also, because I feel like I, I think there was a meme one time I posted on my story and it said, you know, make your moves in silence because not everyone is going to support you. And it's so hard when you're starting off because you have this idea and you're like, oh man, this is, this is going to be big. This is going to be big. And you start talking to your friends or people in, in that proximity of you. And they're like, mm, you sure you want to do yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, they speak so much and it's not that they, they want to, or they see it as being negative, but they, they sort of devalue what it is that you want to do. And then now you start questioning, well, is this something, well, maybe I'm not going to, you know, like it, and I don't, I don't get it. Like, why? No, I don't, a lot of people like to project their experience onto you mm -hmm. just because it didn't work out for you. And that's why I tell my students, always remember my experience won't be your experience and your experience won't be my experience. You just have to do the best that you can and make sure you have the tools and resources behind it to guide you through the process. So I don't, I don't, I don't understand why people do that. I just don't get it. Um, if that's, if that's your vision, that's your goal, how can I support you? I, that's what it, you know what? That's why we're kindred spirits right? and we were drawn <laughs> because that's how I am. I'm like, I literally, my hashtag is whole team winning. Like, I don't even know who you are, but if you have something that you want to do, I'm already your biggest fan. I'm like, let's go. Yeah, How can I help? What we doing? Right. When it's the test, you know, like I'm, I'm that put, I'm the person that's going to push you. I'm going to motivate you. I'm going to allow you to not even allow you, but I am offering my confidence to you. You know, because that that's what it comes with, too. People don't have, you know, the confidence to move forward. Like we said, a lot of people talk down on it. So it just discourage you and just make you feel like, okay, maybe that's not a good idea. No, don't come into my life because I'm going to push you. <laughs> that part. That part. <laughs> right. We we only we only win over here. So if you got something to go, but but I do understand what you're saying, and and that's why I kind of like I don't don't uh, and even my friends they don't know something until I'm at the final phases of it, or now I'm posting about it, and they're like, oh, you did that? Oh, wow, you did that? Yes, because y'all are the most negative people. <laughs> like I, I need to go a hundred like percent in it and i cannot be deterred by people so i love that sasha That's true. oh so let me let me go back to you being a woman and and being in this field and i'll say that there are so many things that i do as a woman that are questioned when i walk in a room i don't think people understand that one i'm smart i know what i'm talking about you know like they just think i'm like some ditzy person because i'm smiling or whatever so I usually let them go up to the point of being offensive before then I have to jump in and be like, and give them a read real quick. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I'm gonna let you talk for a little while. I'm gonna let you to the point of where now I got to pull out some credentials and stuff. So, so I, 
<laughs> I know that for you walking in, you know, being a beautiful woman, doing all of these other things, I know that to sit down with men that are here. And it's not that men want to be narcissistic. I don't want to say that all men are that way, but unfortunately it, it comes off as that way. And I think as women, we often have to prove that we deserve to sit at the table, which is why women, there's this huge disparity with it, with women CEOs and men, you know? So give us a little bit of that, that I guess the, the, the other side of that, you know, whenever you're walking in and you're talking about this, some of the struggles that you've had to sort of present, this is who I am and get respected. You know, that, I, for when, when it comes down to the trucking industry, it comes down to action, right? Um, there's a lot of women that may say they're in the trucking industry or they do, you know, a man's job, but the men, I honestly feel don't respect you until they see you actually doing it. And so that's why I post a lot of videos. No, I don't drive the truck. No, I don't um, do my deliveries, but I know how to drive a truck. If my, one of my drivers leave my truck somewhere, I can go and pick my truck up. And so I make those, you know, videos showing I'm in the truck. I drive because I have a lot of men that say, oh, I'm so scared to drive a truck, even women. And I'm like, it's just like driving a, a, a U-Haul, a big U-Haul truck, you know, just make wide turns. Um, so those are the challenges. I I get a lot of um, what the number one thing I do get from men is a lot of people go off what they hear. A lot of people don't go and do the research. So what they hear, they think is right. And a lot of men challenge me on, you know, you can't, you, you need to have a CDL if you have a, um, if you're, it's a, a button in the truck. A, a parking brake. You need to have a CDL for that. I mean, I get so many comments. I'm like, you don't, you don't. It's, it's almost like I want to call, <laughs> call me on the phone. Let me educate you. Let me, let me tell you, you know, and then we have to be mindful when it comes down to social media. A lot of people comment just to, you know, get a reaction or to get people to follow their page. And then a lot of people comment because like I said, they hear and they don't go and do their own research, so they feel like it's right. Um, that's really the only challenge. When it comes down to the warehouse, I don't get challenged um, because they see that, you know, I have my trucks, I have my teams. What can you challenge me on? My teams are doing amazing. Um, but I will get, you know, um, a lot of, you know, pushback, um, competition. And I'm like, huh. I'm just in here trying to give people a job and, you know, teach people how to be their own business owners. It's not nothing. It's no competition. <laughs> You're in competition by yourself. <laughs> right. I'm just here trying to make a living and help other people make a living, you know? So it's the knowledge part. A lot of men, you know, I've been doing this for 20 something years. I'm like, child, things change. <laughs> well, and I'll be honest, 
it's almost just like the like if you're if you think of like the presidency they're never going to let a woman be a president because it's something about a woman telling a man what to do it's something about a woman being in charge you know just like kamala harris people it's just like oh my god a woman vice president and i think that she's not really in the spotlight because a lot of people don't like to see a woman in a, a position of 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 being in charge, you know, a, a position of, of superiority is very hard <laughs> for men to relate yeah. to. And I'm not, I'm the only woman in contract in the warehouse. So I have some of my students that have come into the warehouse. They have husbands. I have my fiance. So, you know, my fiance, he is the face of the business, you know, because like you said, men will respect other men. Men respect women. However, when it comes to authority and making sure you do X, Y, and Z, they're going to show the show a man more respect. Um, mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, I don't have any problems. I, they show me respect. They'll call me before they'll call my fiance. But when it comes down to, man, I... I can't hook up a washer, something like that. Like anything dealing with the delivery, they'll call him first. Anything personal, you know, they'll sit in and talk with me about it. Cause that's just, we're just naturally born to, you know, have that nurturing. Nurturing, exactly. Right. Well, let me tell you something. We tired of nurturing y'all. Now we about to start bossing y'all around. <laughs> I know that's right. <laughs> I'm like, yep, yeah, let me tell you what's going to happen. What's not going to happen. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> exactly. So let me ask you this. Okay, so Sasha, so for anyone that's that's listening or watching, now they're saying, okay, well, I would be interested in doing this. Like I, I, this could be something I could do as a job, or maybe they're even thinking about transitioning to get their CDL and they're they're they were on the border of it and now they're like oh so wait I don't even need to get a CDL so for people that are listening that are interested in in maybe pursuing this what would be some advice that you would give to those people so be a student of your business don't go off what other people say do as much research as you can. And I give a free class, Holly. I give a free class twice a month for individuals to attend that free class to get some more detailed information about the box truck industry before they make that initial purchase or mentor. You know, just to make sure that this is really something you want to get into. Um, a lot of people get, you know, they follow the hype unfortunately and oh if she can do it you know i can do it but make sure this is something you're passionate about it has to be something that you want to do you know my passion is to help others so i knew starting this trucking company it wasn't for me it was to give other people the opportunity the guys that i hire never been out of texas they're able to travel get on planes you know like just do the the things that they've never done before. And that's what I love. Like, I love that give back. So if you're looking to get into the box truck industry, do your research and make sure you understand what you're getting into. Make sure you understand the different avenues you can do with your box truck. Um, and, and the number one thing that a lot of people go out and do when they know that they want to get in a box truck is go buy a box truck. Don't do that. Figure out where your income is going to come from. 
right? Um, so I'm sure I'll be able to talk about how to get into, you know, the free class or whatnot, but we, we'll talk about that later. But use your tools and resources, have a coach, mentor um, to show you, you know, this is something that, how to avoid the trial and error. This is always going to be a challenge. <laughs> Right. And, you know, that's actually, I was going to ask you that. I was going to say, do they need to have a box truck to start? So, I, so how do, how do, how do you, how does that work? Like how, if I don't own a truck, but I want to get into trucking, how does that work? Uh, you don't have to own a truck. You can actually rent your truck. You can go to Enterprise, uh, Rider, Penske, Budget. You can actually rent a box truck. So, and that's how we started off because that was our big, one of our big obstacles. I'm like, okay, you, you want to start this trucking company? I'm like, we're going to have to go out and purchase a truck. Like, what if we don't even like the industry? What if, you know, it doesn't work out for us? What do we do then? You know? And so that was one of my big things. And then after doing research and reading the contracts and stuff like that, they they allowed us to come in and they told us that we can go out and rent a truck. And I'm like, perfect, <laughs> easy, easy. So it starting off, you don't have to, it's, it's a low, um, and to me, I say low startup cost um, because you don't have to go out and buy your 50 to $100,000 box truck, so. So is this something that's lucrative? Like, can people have this as a full-time job or is this something that's more of a side hustle? Both. Okay. <laughs> so you, if you want it to be a side hustle, you can have one truck, two trucks. That's a side hustle. But if you want it to be a full-time lucrative uh, business that is going to be long-term, Yes, you can make this full time. You make sure you have three or more trucks. Build your fleet. The that's the whole goal in a trucking industry is to build your fleet as big as you can, so you can bring in the type of money you want to bring in, um, and you can you know possibly walk away from your nine to five or completely walk away from your nine to five and put all of your time and attention into building your business. Now, what's the difference? Because I do see a lot of people and they have these businesses where they have like a flatbed um, sort of trailer thing that they'll put on the back of maybe their truck or something like that. Mm -hmm. So what what's like the difference between that kind of trucking genre with the, with like you said with the box truck and then also what's the difference between like what's the differentiation between like the flatbed trailer where you put stuff and you can see it with the 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 cords over it the, uh, the tension cords whatever to a to like you said the box trucking to actually the cdl drivers like what's the different levels so the trailer that you can hitch on the back of your pickup truck that's that business is called hot shots and you don't need a cdl but it has to stay under a certain uh weight once it goes over a certain weight then that's when the CDL is applied. And that also applies for the box trucks. The box trucks, you have to have uh, 26,000 pounds. Um, if it goes over 26,000 pounds, CDL is required. So you have, that's the trailer truck that's considered as um, hot shots. You're hauling big items. 
you know, from one destination to the next, that's there is considered as over the road. The term is OTR. Usually people will, um, how they get their business, they'll go into a low board, look at some lows to say, hey, um, there's a low, they're looking for a truck and a trailer going from Texas to California. And you have to pick up X, Y, and Z, and they're going to pay you $3,500. So that's what that is. Now, box trucks. Box trucks can do the same thing. They can go on a low board, pick up some items, haul it from one state to the next or one location to the next, um, and, you know, move state to state. Now, the box trucks that... um, what we deal with is the contracts. We don't want to go state to state. We want to go local and meaning that we will travel less than 150 miles per day. And we are delivering furniture, appliances to customers. So you can do it either way. Um, It doesn't require a CDO because you're under the weight limit of 26,000 pounds. Um, And that's going to determine the truck. They do have CDO box trucks. Um, So you can make sure you always have a non-CDO box truck. Or if you have your CDO, you can get a CDO box truck. Of course, if you have your CDO license, you can do more. You can haul more. The more that you can haul, the more money you can make. Mm. Well, I I think that from what you're saying right now with the 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 education that you're giving us with that and and being able to give us that the like the different statuses I think that the box trucking is great for people who maybe don't want to commit to going and getting that CDL because if you don't like something like I teach (laughs) I'm a college professor also so I teach nursing and, and CNA students so I tell them when they come in especially like my CNA students because those that's your nursing assistants those are the ones that are going to be on the floor doing stuff and I tell them listen this is a perfect way to decide is this something that you want to do because if you don't like blood feces vomit people asking you for stuff let me tell you stop right now with this little six-week course before you go and invest for a two-year degree and you hate everything about nursing (laughs) so I feel like box trucking is almost like that that transition because yeah, you don't want to go and do that. Go ahead. So if you don't want to drive state to state, if you don't like driving, this is not going to be for you. If you don't like driving and you don't like hiring, you don't want to deal with people on a day-to-day basis, this this won't be for you. This is not, this is a customer-based business. Regardless if you're de- delivering to customers or you're delivering to different re- warehouses, you still have to communicate. You still have to, you know, be able to communicate with, you know, people because you're making those deliveries. So if you are, if you know that you are not able to run a business or you don't have the time to sit down to learn about how to run a business, this is not going to be for you. This is not, you have to, you know, we deal with so many people, so many drivers, so many different situations if you can't deal with challenges and red flags and not red flags, but just challenges and, you know, things come up and it's just hard. This is not going to be for you. It's not for the weak, Holly. 
I'm going to tell you this. It's not for the week. It's a day-to-day. Every day is something different. Um, <clears throat> one of our drivers driving down the street, low-hanging branch. He didn't see it. The branch cut the roof off of the truck. Like the branch went through the truck. Now, <clears throat> of course, I'm like, you know, it's a, we have a rental truck. I'm like, these people are never going to let us rent a truck. <laughs> like, it is, our, our box truck business is over. But honestly, they, they was like, we've seen worse. You know, you guys have insurance. Your, our insurance covered it, and we were good to go. We, we got another truck the next day. So if you're not able to handle situations like that and you freak out a lot, it's not people don't show up to work and you just, can't even deal with it it's it's not for you it's just not right now y'all y'all ain't show up now sasha gotta go crawl in the truck and now she gotta go deliver the appliance because you didn't come to work today you know what and now and now you fired now you're fired because now we don't we don't even tolerate no call no show right yeah that part that part um so um okay so all of that, thank you for breaking it down. Cause I, I thought it was very interesting because it's definitely something I don't know. But now, Sasha, you got your girl, Holly Cotton. Now, when I hear people talking about trucking, I got a little bit of knowledge. Now I can act like I know something about it. I can be like, oh, are you talking about CDL or box trucking? Hmm, hot shot, got you. So <laughs> thank you for making me, thank you for ed- edumacating me. I, I, I receive it all, I receive it all. <laughs> So now that we have all the people that are listening and they're, they're like, wow, this is actually something that I might be interested in or, oh, okay, you know, I'm glad that, that you guys broke that down and they're interested. So go into the actual course because I also want to give you a platform where you can talk about that too. Like, what are you doing to educate people? The course that you're, you know, that you're doing, I know you said you have the, the free information and stuff like that. So tell people how they can get more information about it from you. Sure. So I give a free course. The free course I give um, is on Wednesdays. It's every other Wednesday. And the free course is the top three secrets that helped me get into the box truck industry. Basically tapping into your business profile, buying versus renting, and the different contracts that you can secure, the different contracts that's out there. Um, That free course you can go to you can follow me on instagram instagram l-i-l-m-z millionaire you can text bag b-a-g to a32 400-4883 that's going to send you a link for you to register and secure your spot for the free class so if you miss if you register for the free class and you're not able to show up on that day, don't worry. I always send out a replay for you to rewatch it and give you time, you know, when it's convenient for you. Now, say you're like, oh, I I know that this is something that I want to do. I have a course and I have a mentorship. My course is from A to Z. My course will put your first truck on the road and allow you to keep adding trucks after trucks. Because once you add your first truck, it's a no-brainer. You will be able to go in and add your second and third truck. The mentorship, 
like going back to our conversation earlier, Holly, that, you know, people get discouraged. Um, people don't want to mess up. They don't, you know, uh, want to have a, get an error or have to start over. So I created this mentorship because a lot of people want to have that accountability coach, someone that can hold their hand through the process. Mm -hmm. And so we meet every Monday in the mentorship um, and we just go through and I'm on you. My mentorship is 12 weeks, but my mentees will get their trucks on a road before the three months is up. So because I'm on you and, and once, once we get started, once you get that contract, the ball rolls and, you know, you need to get that truck on the road. So I don't accept everyone in the mentorship once again, because it's a fast pace. You have to be ready. You have to be determined and passionate about, you know, this is something that you want to, um, you want to do. And I don't, I don't work with people that want to give up. I don't, we, that's not even in the vocabulary. We never give up regardless of what we're doing. We never give up. We may have to take a break and regroup, but we don't give up. Right. So, um, the mentorship, everything is on my Instagram page. Once again, little miss millionaire, L I L M C millionaire. You can click the link in the bio and you'll be able to sign up for whatever direction you want to take. Um, getting started in the box truck industry. Hmm. Okay. Okay. And she has some other things. As, as she said, she's a serial entrepreneur. So she also has other businesses as well. But if you find her homepage, you can find everything else that she, she's doing. Oh, and also, Holly, um, make sure you, we're having a, a trucking networking event March 16th. Okay. March 16th in Houston, we're having a networking event where we meet up and we network with other like-minded people in the box truck industry, the veterans, the newbies, the ones that want to get started. It's a good time. This is our second um, box truck event. Uh, we had one December the 9th. It was our first one. It was a huge turnout. So I, I said, okay, I have to keep this going, the momentum, because a lot of people are like, hey, when is the next one? You know, I learned so much. Um, from the pe the individuals that I met. So March 16th is our box truck networking event. Come out, meet us, and, you know, we'll take it from there. All right. I love that. I love that. Let me see what I'm doing March 16th. Um, so <laughs> I might find the next Mr. Cotton. Oh, uh, so... <laughs> Joking, joking. Do not send me a DM. Do right. not send me a message. Well, about you don't it. gotta go that far. I'll take you to <laughs> that's what your DMs are gonna say. You don't gotta go there. <laughs> so my last question that I have, Sasha, is that I know again, whenever I feel like whenever we do things, whenever we're able to accomplish certain things, that I, I like us to also have that responsibility of giving back with what we what it is, some of the lessons that we learn, some of the things that that we have that we've overcome or accomplished or whatever, whatever it is, there's something that you can give someone else that's a tool. So what I wanted to ask you because, there are women that are also looking at this. Again, I have a huge women base. I love women empowerment. I love showing women that we can do all of these Aww. things. So for any woman that is watching you, mm -hmm. what is one piece of advice that you wish that someone had given you when you were starting off in this path? The one advice 
I would say to keep going. I mean, when I started, like I said, my fiance gave me the number, you know, when when your significant other give you something and you're like, okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna figure this out, right? It's a challenge. Um to not give up. I mean, getting this phone number to call and get this contract, in my mind, I'm like, oh, they're gonna pick up, we're gonna get this process started. Guys, for three months, ladies, three months. They answered the phone, they scheduled an appointment with me, but they never showed up. And as much as I wanted to give up, I cry. I'm like, maybe this is not for me. Maybe everyone was right. Maybe this is not the industry I wanted, I needed, I need to get into. The one thing that I kept reminding myself is to never give up. Two things, Holly. I know you asked for one, but these these are the two things that I did. And I'm gonna, I hope this will help. Um, the ladies out there, I made a why. Why was I starting this another investment? I know in the beginning I talked about, you know, um, just having a different stream of income, but it's bigger than the money. It's bigger than the money. I had to sit down and and ask myself, outside of me, who else would this, who will benefit from this? Who would this, who will this help? Right. And I wrote down my why. Um, and then another quote that I read from a book, it said, uh, fear will not make me poor. Mm. And I wrote that down. So, and I put this on my mirror and every time I came across that challenge, every time I came across someone not, you know, answering my call or returning my call or showing up to the meeting, I will go back and read my why I will go back and read fear will not keep me poor and keep me poor fear will not keep me poor because Fear will keep you in your same position. You won't move, excel. You won't do anything. You'll still be in your same position. And I, and that's what kept me going. That's what kept me going because I don't know about you guys, but I know a, a lot of my students, they'll say, I've been calling for two weeks. And they, I'm, I, maybe this is not, I'm like, y'all keep calling. Keep calling. Three months, guys. Three months. After three months, someone finally said... <laughs> Uh, let me get you to someone else. And soon they got me to someone else. That's when the process started. And that's when I was able to get my truck on the road. Just imagine if I would have, would have gave up. I wanted to, but I didn't. Cause at this point now it's a challenge. Like, Oh, y'all not, y'all not going to show up to the media. I'm going to keep calling until they tell you to stop calling. Continue to call. You ain't heard nobody. They knew me by name. I'm sure my name was coming up. My, my, you know, they're like, yes, Miss Walker. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, um, no one showed up to the meeting. Who else can I speak with every day, guys, every day? Um, but I didn't give up. So that's, that's my three things to never give up, write down your why, and always remember and write down fear will not keep me poor. Fear will, fear will always be there, but we have to find a way to overcome that fear. And your why will help overcome your fear um, and it'll push you forward. Because if you don't have anything that you're, that if you don't have anyone else outside of you that this business is going to help, 
you'll give up. You it, it won't be anything that's going to push you to get out the bed and, and continue to keep making those calls or continue to keep pushing towards, um, you know, building your business. That all of that, all of that. I know I saw a, a long, maybe like in 2021 and I was watching something and they, uh, the, 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 was it a lady or a man? I don't know, whoever. I was watching a video somewhere and someone said, if your dreams don't scare you, then you're not dreaming big enough. And I was just like, I love that. So for me, I love, I love the fear part or the challenge part, because that just means once I overcome that, or once I achieve that, then that's even more satisfaction because that's something that I shouldn't have even been able to do. And the fact that I was able to do it, oh, we celebrate. Oh, we're we're celebrate. And I'm like, what's next? You know, now I have the contract and I'm like, okay, let's, you know, now people say I'm not going to make money. Let's see if the money really is. And the money was more, me and my fiance was like, wait a minute. Like, why don't, why, why are we um, the only people in a warehouse? Like, this this needs this needs to be known that there's the money in this industry, and then our goal was really just to have one truck. Holly, the money was so good. The next year, I'm like, our goal is to have five trucks, right? And we end up having seven trucks, right? So the goal every year, you just have to keep pushing yourself, pushing yourself more and more i have a different goal i'm I'm like highly I, I can't really talk about this goal but now well i will say this one of the goals one of the goals is to have a warehouse you know i want to be the warehouse that's gonna where the box trucks pull up to you know i see it i see it i see it all right i see i see i envision it now i envision it now i see some pink in there because you got to girl it up somewhere i see it i see it yeah yeah it's it, it, so you just keep thinking bigger and bigger and bigger and keep and if your why is not you write your why and your why was pushing you and then it's not pushing you anymore you have to go back and create another why that all of that mm -hmm. all of that yep that that's it you got to figure out the the why me why 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 because if you're doing stuff that's not purposeful that's when you lose your motivation because you you don't have anything but if you have a why you're going to be a lot more motivated because you have a reason behind it so not sasha also sitting up here giving y'all some motivational gems you guys thought she was just coming in here to talk about truck yeah, she, no. we, we mm, she didn't made y'all catch the holy ghost she didn't <laughs> gave y'all some motivational talk i Love it. I love it. It's about the mindset. It's not even about the lifestyle. And that's what I push like you. It starts here first. It starts with, with you know, programming your mind and getting your mind, mind into that. I'm going to be a business owner. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You it starts up there first. And then everything will fall in place. Everything will fall in place. So start, like, program your mind, control your thoughts, keep it positive. Holly, what we say, write down that why, and then take it from there. <laughs> All right. I love it. I'm going to use that because I need to get myself refocused on my, no. <laughs> we got to get refocused every year. Yes. Every month, every week. I'm always like, wait, what I'm doing? Does this align with what my goal is? This don't, this is some BS. This don't even align with what we're trying to do. Why are we fooling around over here? 
when we're over here. So yeah. You know what I use, Holly? Which hills I say, I need to take a trip. I need to regroup. <laughs> I did. I'm telling you, like the like uh like two weeks ago, I I I just I I feel like I never get a day off and I never take a break. Yeah. So like on Tuesday or Wednesday, I was I said, man, I need to go to Mexico or something what? for a few days. I looked up flights. I was Friday morning. I was on a flight. I literally didn't do anything for three days. And I came back and I'm telling you, like, I, I am on one so productive. I'm like, you know what? I just needed a little mental health. You do. And, you know, sometimes we're not able to jump on flights. It's okay. Like, go into a quiet place, cut off your phones you know, separate yourself from society to gather your thoughts, journal, do all that stuff to get your mind right and then come back. Just take, just taking like two days off from social media, Ooh. that right there will completely change your mindset. Cause social media will really have you thinking that you're not doing what you need to do, where, what you, your path is going so much slower than other people's uh -huh. like social media will have you questioning your whole life and <laughs> whole life, your whole existing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So Miss Sasha Walker, do you have anything else that you want to drop? I'll have your website and your social media tags in the podcast notes. So you guys make sure you click on those clickable links. Like I always tell you the links will be in, in the podcast notes, just scroll down as well. So any last piece of anything you want to share? I will say always remember if it's easy, everyone will do it. If it's easy, everyone will do it. So just come in preparing your mind that whatever challenges come up, I can handle it. Another thing, if a challenge occurs and there is a solution behind it, it's nothing you need to worry about. Nothing. If you can find a solution to handle any problems, don't even worry about it. That's why I didn't freak out with my driver, the branch. I mean, my driver knocked down a whole apartment wall. I don't freak out because guess what? I got a contract. I got a contract, a general contractor that I can call and say, hey, can you go over there and fix the wall? You know, we'll pay out, pay out of pocket. You have insurance. Insurance will fix the truck. You have insurance. If they damage your home, you go. And my drivers knock down brick mailboxes all the time. So I'm leaving you guys with, if it's, if, if it's easy, everyone will do it. Don't come in here thinking it's going to be easy because it's not. It's always going to be a challenge and challenges are good. That's how you learn and that's how you grow. Mm, I love that. I love, and that's who the hell broke my mailbox. <laughs> I know now. <laughs> they just the back of the the box truck have a lift gate that metal piece is it sticks out and so when you you know turn in you have to do a wide turn you can't just turn like you're in a car because honey it, it demolish the whole mailbox i literally have someone on call for mailboxes just only mailboxes right <laughs> Okay. And if you guys are just starting off and you hit a mailbox, just know, don't freak out. Cause obviously that's a common thing. A lot of people do it. So if you, if this is your first mailbox, you demolished, don't worry. It can be fixed. <laughs> I love that.
yeah, I love that. So that is Miss Sasha Walker, you guys. Again, make sure you follow, like, subscribe. Make sure that you reach out to her. She also has a free class. Just go to the class and just see if it's something that you want to do. And then, of course, she has resources after that if it's something. So I love that she sticks with you from from just being inquisitive to all the way to actually getting your business up and running. So that is Miss Sasha Walker, you guys. Thank you so much, Hailey. I really appreciate appreciate you having me on your on your your space, right? Um, having uh, me be able to come and you know, I the whole goal was to talk about box trucks, but. Honestly, it's like we got to talk about the lifestyle, the the mindset before we even get to the business. So I really appreciate this. Um, you starting there and talking about the business. Yeah, that's what we do. That's what I said. That's what our platform is, is we're going to give you all the tools, not just what you do, but then also, like you said, proximity, mindset, daily habits. What are we doing? You know, I got a book called Day One uh, Bestseller. <laughs> You gotta send me the link. Tell me where I can go and purchase that book, please. Yes, yes. So that's what I'm all about is goal oriented. If you got it, what are you doing? Accountability. Why are you not getting it done? Look at yourself because sometimes it's us that's the problem, not the yeah. circumstance. So I did I love a lot that. of personal so development, guys. A lot of personal development. I work on myself a lot. It's this is the everyday. I, I attend a lot of different things, you know, because we have to reprogram ourselves literally. Yes, constantly, constantly, constantly. Or else, you know, you won't grow. You won't grow. But anyway, we're gonna we're gonna have uh, Sasha back, you guys. Whenever we we're gonna have a, a women empowerment Ooh. panel, um, and we're gonna have everybody up here talking about how great uh, the mindset is and how important that is to to being successful. So don't worry, we'll have her back. We'll have her back. <laughs> Thank you, Holly. All right.